Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. Join us on our journey. It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. We're coming in with a lot of energy today. Boom. Yeah, I just ate an apple and charged up. That's the wine. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Off camera. <laughs> um, oh, let me start my dad joke because we've been forgetting in the beginning. It's kind, It's really lame. Where do you bring a pumpkin to get repaired? A Where? pumpkin patch. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> you missed the uh, holiday too. <laughs> we're a little off. A little <laughs> off. Yeah, I should have brought in some Christmas jokes. Oh, we're joined today by Saint Nick over here, and our uh, little friends, our Buckeye and our, uh, our leprechaun, leprechaun, has their own Christmas trees. I don't know. Uh, I think the Notre Dame's been a little naughty. He might get cold. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Buckeye was a little naughty last, a couple weeks ago. He made me so upset I chopped down a tree. <laughs> Sports will do that to you. Hey, I had to clear that tree anyway. Exactly. So just a little extra uh, help. I didn't even know Jess was recording me when that happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but let me tell you, most relief I ever had. Chopping I came down. in, I was perfect. I was like, whew. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to let it out. Yeah. Everyone nice. should have a chopping tree in the backyard. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's like you need a punching bag, something. There you go. <laughs> like we've said many times, we don't know why sports gets our bud, our blood boiling that much, but it does. It does. Just can't explain it. it. Can do it. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Mr. Judge, knowing how to be a loyal uh, New Yorker and come back on like uh, that Benedict Arnold, um, Degrom. <laughs> You know, it was funny. I was really nervous that Judge was going to. Oh, leave. I'm happy. I'm and, glad he and stayed. And he turned down. Um, the Red Sox offered him uh, 400. Really? Yeah. Whoa. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. I read that on um, on uh, MLB something on uh, Facebook. Wow. Uh, they offered him like 400, but he took the Yankees, which good for him. He's loyal. He's going to be the next captain. He's going to be the next face of the franchise, get his number retired. He's um, earned it. Yep. He deserves every I'm happy. Dollar. I, I love it when uh, um, players stay for the... Long run and definitely they're the face. But it was a was a seven year eight year contract. I think it's eight. eight eight years. Yeah, at least eight. I was yeah. gonna say nine, but I know it's at 360. least three hundred and sixty. Yeah, crazy amount of money. Three hundred sixty yeah. million dollars. Mm. That's a lot, I, lot of money. I think Judge played it perfectly from like a business sense. Um, I don't think he ever had an intention to leave yeah. personally. Now well, that I he could have got more out, money elsewhere, but he didn't because he's he knew what he would mean to the Yankees. Now he just has to. Uh, win a ship for them and you know hey if he wasn't on that team last year they wouldn't have made the playoffs so i think he's worth every money every bout of money that you could throw at him mm -hmm. and from a revenue standpoint like i always think about that like business there's a hundred percent that he brings in more revenue than 360 million dollars over the next nine years of his career for himself for, for the yankees, yankees for the oh, franchise yeah. and even oh, for no himself doubt. he's gonna be uh all these commercials, everything. So he'll be oh, making yeah. money. He'll make up that extra money the Red Sox would have gave him, which uh, that would have been a travesty 
Yeah, my goodness. If he went to the he, Red Sox. He would have not done that. No, I don't but think. it's funny. In the middle of the season, like, they asked him, and he goes, oh, I always love playing here. Like he, like you said, he was playing it perfectly. He played it. Yeah. And you know why? And I'm glad he did, because I think Cashman needed that, because he's done that with every Yankee. Jeter, he would squeeze him and put him through arbitration and all that stuff. And the article came out that in the beginning of the season, when they were having their negotiations for the um, for judge's extension, Judge didn't want the numbers to be released, and Cashman released the numbers, mm. basically told the media what they offered him, and Judge was really upset about that. So I don't blame him, and I think he played the whole year being like, I'm leaving, in a yeah, way, yeah. to make them a little bit more nervous, and he really he got a lot more than I think uh, anyone would have thought he would have. So, mm. Yeah, and, good uh, for him. The Mets also spent um, $300 million in two days. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Baseball contracts are it. nuts. No, yeah, like... They're not worth it. <laughs> Baseball but. and basketball contracts are absurd on a high level. Yeah, but um, I don't know how. I mean, hey, Verlander is a Hall of Famer and a big-time ace. but He'll be all right. It's going to be interesting with the, the two, Scherzer and Verlander, so old at the front of the uh, rotation there. But yeah. They're See gamers. They're gamers. I'd, I'd be happy to have them in my rotation. So. Yeah. And Nimmo's back, too. Yeah, Nimmo's back. I'm happy, but, you know, he played it well, too. Yeah, you got a good yeah, amount of money. You got a good too. amount of money for, um, I say two years ago, he was dead in the water and yeah. sat down to the minors. And now he's one of the best center fielders in baseball. He made an all star game last year, right? Yes. Was he an all star? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Yep. Crazy. You just got to get that average up. But uh, we got some other, we'll talk about uh, the other craziness that's happening with uh, bringing home uh, Brittany Grind. A lot of crazy stuff with sports and the world and. Uh, uh, just everything. And um, Joe Biden is the worst GM in history of the world. <laughs> Good we, segue. We, we literally traded, uh, the, his nickname is the Merchant of Death for a basketball player who kneels at yeah. the national anthem. And if she kneels, if she ever plays again. Uh, yeah, at this point, right? Like, yeah. How do you kneel? Like your country save? I don't know what she's going to do. Um, I don't. I don't know. She it's just very frustrating. Like we were talking about a little bit before we started. Uh, there's a marine in uh, in Russian prison who got sentenced 19 years. Was uh, convicted of being a spy, even though he just went to a wedding in Russia. Uh, key word that you're getting out of this is don't go to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you learn from anything. From yeah, this. yeah. Really interesting. Um, I don't know if this is. I just don't get it. Yeah, exactly. It's very. It, from I think uh, what's the right word for us who have just like and observing. what happens if this guy goes back and helps in the war that well, they're in? That's where I think the timing of it is a and, little. And they're like, oh, we're gonna keep an eye on him. He's in another country. Yeah, it's dicey. And the things that he was convicted for, right? Oh, trying he to kill selling, Americans. Yeah, and... selling missiles to um, for them to be sent to America. So yeah. Very interesting. I don't know if I'd put Brittany Griner on the same level field, uh, yeah, playing field just, as the Merchant of Death, but um, here we are. I mean, look, she's American, so it's great to bring an American home who shouldn't be uh, convicted in, in Russian jail, but at the same time, I don't know what we're doing. It's a little crazy. Um, That's like trading Jeremy Lin for LeBron James, <laughs> and it just makes no sense. I no, just don't it get it. It's like trading Mike Trout. Like, we're going to... Okay, we're going to trade you uh, Mike Trout, and you give me Joe McEwing. (laughs) Joe McEwing was an awesome (laughs) utility player. (laughs) But no, you're right. It is bizarre. And at the same time, too, like, 
what is Brittany Griner doing? Through this whole process, I thought it was very bizarre. I mean, she knew what she was bringing into Russia. Yeah. In a country like Russia, like, why would you even risk that, you know? Why are you um, even going to play? How much could they possibly be play, um, paying you? Uh, she was well, there for basketball, right? That's yeah. what it was. Initially. Now she's set for life because she's going to write books. She's going to get a TV deal. She's going to, you know, she's going to get all this money this way. It's insane. Brittany Griner fascinates me a lot as a human. I just remember when she was coming up through Baylor yeah, playing they were basketball. Trying to say, oh, she could play in the NBA. Yeah, she could play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she dunks a lot more than... I think she's a pretty consistent dunker, actually. If oh. I, I've seen highlights, I think she dunks pretty often, which is pretty. But um, you know what? It, this whole process reminds me of um, it's Father Gene Chizik, correct? Josh, is that Walter? Walter, Walter Gene Chizik. Walter. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always bad with names, right? It's okay. But um, that's an awesome book. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Andrew. So uh, he was a priest who is from. Europe originally or no from Pennsylvania and he was in Europe mm-hmm. um, doing missionary work as a priest and his big life mission was to he wanted to preach the gospel and preach Catholicism in Russia and he eventually got arrested for it in Russia um, and was basically yeah, held in he prison convicted as a spy he mm-hmm. was accused of a spy and uh, yeah so then he had to work in Siberia he was in prison there yeah for so long that the United States and the family basically I just pronounced him dead. Thought they dead, yeah. thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, the book, what's the name of the book? Why am I? He, he leadeth he me. He leadeth me. Yes. Mm-hmm. He leadeth me. What's an awesome book. Um, so eventually you got out, I guess. If yes. You wrote a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Made it back. And how many uh, years did he actually uh, do? Oh man. Right. I'm trying to remember now. So it was like nine or seventeen or. Oh my gosh. It was a, it was a lot. I think it was a lot of years. Yeah. And like through the whole process, like he would like be trying to say mass and everything like under wraps and all that. Well, actually, man, it's been, cause we read that in Lent. So this has been, it feels like wow. eternity ago, yeah. but it was a really great book. I just remember it really like creating a lot of perspective on surrendering your life to God and how mm-hmm. he basically had no choice because he was living in this prison camp and how they would just try and break him down and, and kind of get things out of him as if he was a spy. Um, but just how his faith in God and what it did for him and his the book is awesome. He leadeth me. It was a great book. But um, this whole thing reminds me of that. Russia is no joke. I don't know if uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to go there. No. But then they're they're like, what was his name? Snowden. They like harbored him, who was like running from America. So it's very confusing. Mm. Well, I guess they had things on interest like. Uh, he gave up secrets about America. So they're like, sure, you can live here. Do you think, and this is maybe a little while, but hindsight's twenty twenty, so it's easy to make an answer now, but do you think this was calculated? Do you think that there was some sort of understanding like, hey, by Russia, understanding that who Brittany Griner well, was and thinking... Let me, let me tell you this. Probably. I think... Is this going to get us canceled? 100%. We might be canceled. <laughs> no, no, no. Not on this. We uh, Other things may have got us canceled. <laughs> anyway... Um, Russia saw what was happening after they got her and arrested her and all of a sudden everyone on Twitter is like get her back get her back talk about hyping up someone's trade value for no reason you know back to sports again it's like 
everyone hyped it up. It's everyone. It's all your fault who tweeted all this and wrote all this. This is why we traded the Merchant of Death for her. It makes <laughs> no sense. And it's just like you hyped her up. Like we could have traded like a nobody for her. Like could have given him a yeah. bucket of balls. No, you're right. That's true. They might have gotten to that it. Definitely happened. Yeah, not real. Like the response to it all was probably a little mm. bit eye opening. Of like, whoa where we got here so uh hopefully she found god when she was in prison maybe maybe you know she maybe. definitely probably was praying you know like we say like even atheists in their in the hardest times like uh pray to god call out to someone they didn't believe in and god will answer no matter what so yeah. um yeah. interested to see what she says her first interview probably be like christmas day <laughs> you know <laughs> um yeah we got a. Uh, Christmas coming up, um, exciting. Mm. Is everyone all decorated and uh, set up and got your nativities up? And uh, what are we, third week? Almost going into the fourth, almost the end of the Advent candles. I think we're going to the third. Third, week. right? Yeah, yep, it's the third. Week. It's already the second. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're decorated inside, but the outside, not yet. I think we have like one candle in a window right now. <laughs> I did that. I did like a second one, but it's not working. So. <laughs> yeah, really failing on the like the exterior of the house, but oh, man, the interior gonna... looks pretty good. <laughs> looks good. <laughs> I don't have to worry about the exterior, yeah. so yeah. I'm good on that front. Yeah, insides all set, trees up. I got mine. I, I sent you. I sent the Snapchat to the family chat of like my. I got my uh, lights up outside. Yeah, it was freezing that day. My hands weren't working after, but <laughs> you've got your blow up. Uh, yeah, I got two of those blow up things. I got a Yoda and a Mickey Mouse, <laughs> nice. and then on the side of it, we got the nativity set with the lights shining on them. Nice. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I, I can't believe that the year is over. Mm. Mm. Time flies. Time flies is right. Yeah, you know the, it's kind of as we're here in the end of our year now. Last week we talked about. Um, opening up more and just mm. talking about our feelings. It's like, wow, we're, we're at the end of the year. I almost feel like we need to reflect on like how this year has been for all of us. Like, uh, so yeah. much has changed from from what? the podcast sense to just life yeah. in general, right? Um, yeah, we we changed a lot. Well, when did we start uh, the longer format and doing this? Uh, June, June, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So coming up fast on a year. It, uh, time flies and it's been great i mean i enjoy getting together and talking you know best part of my week (laughs) you had a baby i had a baby yeah monumental year forget about that he's already 15 pounds (laughs) (laughs) forgot about about that (laughs) jess was pregnant at one point this year (laughs) isn't it wild how that happens and then like you're kind of at this point and it's like you forget about it all because it's just like yeah you're here you're living in and you have world. a one-year-old and got a one-year-old josh has three yeah, got three yeah. josh has three kids two yeah i yeah. thought terrible twos now so it's fun yeah. <laughs> yeah. terrible twos it's a whole adventure mm-hmm. i think it, it goes into threes yeah it does yeah <laughs> is there such thing as terrible ones yeah it's all good until until four <laughs> yeah yeah four is they start mellowing out and turn into a human yeah well that's what i'm loving now like just seeing how much of a human like elliot is it's it's crazy how quickly that happens where it's just like you you look at them and they're a little baby and they're kind of just wobbling around now all of a sudden he's just 
standing you know, up and yeah. walking yeah, all like, over the like place the, the next day you know yeah it's like, it's like crazy yeah. it's just like happened overnight it's yeah, just the, so the, fun the days are long but the years are short yep. D- days are long years are short oh my gosh you could say that again because yeah. that's where i feel right now it's mm-hmm. just like i feel like i blink and it's the next friday and i blink it's just the next friday yep. and it's yeah, just yeah. one after the other um but all good things man can't complain it's been uh it's been an exciting year yep Yes, it has. So I had an interesting um, thing this week that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, just to hear your thoughts on. So I'm very fascinated with this whole idea of nuns, right? The people who basically like don't affiliate with them as don't affiliate with a religion. And a lot of times these people are baptized. Um, I mean, like N O N E S. Yeah, I thought you were talking about nuns. No, nuns. Sorry. Yeah, nuns. None as in like non-affiliation. Yeah, nuns. Is that so? Then is it Is it nuns? Because I always see no, it as... It, no, it's pronounced nuns, yeah. I yeah, because it's, confu- it's confusing. Should I say, because if yeah. you say, like, non-affiliated, that's non, but none is how I, like, I know a lot of the talk, the N-O-N-E, yeah, nuns. nuns yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that whole idea fascinates me, and I, I like to try and figure out, like, what the root of it is. Um, but this past week, right, was um, the Feast, the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. Mm. Um, so Ronnie and I went to Mass separately. I had work during the day, so I had to go at night. And so we had different, and we actually went to different parishes. Um, so we had different homilies. And it was so interesting to hear her homily versus my homily. And I felt like it just, it hit me. I was like, this is exactly why there are Catholics that grow up and kind of just walk away from it. So my homily was a lot different than hers. So uh, my homily was a good homily, right? It, it reminded, uh, the priest reminded us of the fact that the gospel reading is about um, Mary and how Gabriel comes to Mary and she proclaims the yes and um, she's conceived Jesus through the Holy Spirit, right? Um, But the feast itself is actually the fact that Mary's immaculate conception conceived without sin, right? So it could be confusing in that sense. And the priest just kind of gave a very simple, basic reminder of that and said, look, Mary played a big role in uh, God's redemption story. And her being born without sin was that first process in God's redemption story to bring Jesus into this world. And then Veronica's telling me about her homily that she heard, and it was very just concrete and real, where it was Father Rob at Christ King, and he's talking about life, and he said, life is busy, life is crazy. You're, you're struggling with all of these things that you have throughout your day and your responsibility, and that's where Mary comes in, and you can rely on her and how she can help guide you through those tough moments. So pray to her and allow her to to live, you know, live through her. And I was like, man, like, see, those are two completely different ways to go about the same feast in a way and the same homily. And it's like, I think that for us as, as people today, it's like they want to, I almost like desire to hear something that's like concrete and like in this world versus just something that's a little bit more, biblical and like almost takes like a personal reflection to like relate to it and it just like kind of hit me a little bit and I was like maybe that's why a lot of people kind of end up just drifting away because they don't ha- have the benefit mm. of having a priest who's giving them something that's showing them that our faith is it's about living and what's in this world and not just like a story that we can learn from you know what I mean um, so I just thought that was really interesting I didn't know if you guys had personal similar examples or things like that or if you even feel that that's a part of like why people drift away over time 
It's just interesting. Yeah, and I think that's that's the big difference between like like catechesis and like actually like living out the faith and like living in the world, right? Because when you grow up and you're you're kind of being taught things, like sure you you get the education, you get the knowledge, but it doesn't really elicit faith within you. Like it doesn't always therefore cause a belief within you until you kind of grow and have life experience where maybe you have struggles or difficulties or maybe you have an experience where that that draws you closer to God and then kind of affirms all that you've learned like you need that you need something concrete to kind of assist you in that kind of more tangible real life faith that is a part of this you know the like you know uh, the God of the living you know the living God like exactly um yeah yeah it's true so I feel like like you were saying how people drift away they either drift away totally where they don't do anything, don't practice anything, or they drift away where they go to a non-denominational church. I don't know if you've ever been to one of those where it's kind of, I've been to a couple of them where it's kind of a lot more singing and um, they read the gospel a little bit and they, you know, he does, I guess, a homily. I don't know what it is, but um, I've been to those and me and Jess, like we enjoyed it and we called it like, we called it, um, we still go to church on Sunday, but we would still call it like that was our uh, Bible study. You know, like you get a little more out of it. There is different um, avenues people go. And then there are people like Josh was saying, like how you have to feel it. And just like that's what I think the Catholic faith is more is like people feeling it. But as we talked about last week, a lot of people just go through the motions just because like, oh, I did this as a kid. This is what I got to do. My kids need structure in life so they understand things. And I don't know if they're fully invested mm-hmm. in what's happening. Like, I'm glad like you and Ronnie were able to take two different homilies and talk about it. There's probably people who would just listen to one and one. Yeah, yeah, they talked about this. And then that was it. What are we having for dinner? Yeah, and exactly. then just move on. Yeah, Like, yeah. that's like the specialness. Like, your guys are understanding it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And. Go ahead. You you're right because I was just reaffirming too what you said, Josh. Like until you like feel this like application of it, it's almost like it doesn't necessarily like feel like it resonates or it relates. Yeah, and I feel like actually, I think we as Catholics like we we have things that are incredibly tangible within the sacraments, like the Eucharist and, and you know reconciliation, baptism, confirm. I mean, all of the sacraments, right? They're, it's like a tangible sign of what we believe. But I think oftentimes how we kind of learn about these things, like how, how it's taught to us is, it, is it's so theoretical or the, like theological that it's harder for us to kind of, especially as young people, to really identify with it or to connect with it or to jive with it, you know? We kind of need things to be more down to earth in a sense, like the way that it's explained or kind of shown to us and presented Um to, to, to better one's understanding of, of what this is and what it's all about. You know, I think for me growing up, like as, as a Protestant uh, Christian, like it was more about, you know, how you're supposed to live your life. And like, and that, and that's kind of where I fell in love with, with, with the Lord was through my experience of negativity and, and the struggles of the world and, and all this stuff and like how I'm supposed to respond to things in, in like a moral kind of way. And I feel like uh, if I was just like, oh, well, this is X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to teach you all these things, and you're going to kind of see it and all that, you know, I may not have a, a, a understanding of what that may look like or, or feel like, or yeah, I don't know if that makes sense or not. But no, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. go ahead. No, I was just going to say, there's like so many interesting, different, like 
different religions that like go still believe in God, but like we're all on different like levels. Like literally I went to uh, Walmart today. Uh, I think I told you about this last week too. I went to Walmart and there was a more, there's Mormons in the wall by my house, more, 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 in the Walmart parking lot, there's Mormons there and they're going around trying to get everyone to come to their church. And like, at first, like I talked to the girl, um, they call themselves sisters and I talked to her a little bit and, um, I was talking to her, we were talking about, uh, Jesus and I was just interested, but she didn't present herself as a Mormon. Like the, today the guy came right at me and was telling me he's a Mormon and what I'm doing wrong. I was like, yeah, okay, get out of here. Hmm. But, um, I, I just don't, that turns people off obviously, but yeah. I just, uh, I don't understand the, um, the Mormon faith like lutheran is almost like us a little bit they're um it's very similar yeah, very, very similar, similar. Yeah. i think the only the difference ev- is they just don't believe the the pope yeah they even believe in the eucharist i think too actually yeah uh, it's yeah. just the pope and like the whole justification through faith so instead of believing that we are saved through a combination of of grace and then through our our own actions they believe that it's it's grace alone, and um, and then yeah, they don't believe in the Pope. So. Well, Grandma, if you're listening and uh, we're wrong on that, you can write under the comments. My grandmother right. is Lutheran. <laughs> you can right. write under the comments. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know more about Lutheran. Yeah, it's interesting because it seems like a lot of it is. Uh, just... Matt was a Lutheran before yes, he converted. That's right. That's right. Um, it seems like a lot of the the religions are just pe- like they pick different parts of what they feel like is good and relates mm-hmm. to them and stuff and it kind of yes. has created yeah what it's like is like catholicism is everything and then when people like don't like certain things yeah kind of like, like lop it off and, like, yeah. and they kind of like but the one the one strong part that yeah. um i hope like us as a podcast like we can entice people of how the love for god and jesus like that's one thing like we all have in common yeah with these um different religions and I just, uh, yeah, that's the major yeah. thing. With and all I think, that. you know what? I think at the end of the day, the reason why there is like a bit of a split or people kind of go each and every direction or consider themselves none as far as like not affiliating at all, mm-hmm. it's because they're waiting for that like real tangible kind of like real mm-hmm. life experience. And I, I thought that was interesting too, Andrew. Like, I think that's um, a lot of the keys to kind of being able to communicate with people today. It's like when you lead with the fact that, I'm a, I'm a Catholic and you're doing everything wrong. Like people are going to be like, Whoa, like what the heck? You know what I mean? Yeah, but if yeah. like that girl that you talked to, was the Mormon versus the guy who was Mormon and she kind of created a conversation there. Yeah. It's just, there's more, okay, I'm willing to listen to you type of idea. And I think that that's, which I'm fine. I'm fine with talking to other people and of like, course. it's more about learning. And I'm very interested in that because then I'm thinking like, Oh, I can learn from this and I can bring it here and talk about it. And like, uh, that guy had his Mormon Bible out and was like spur, like talking to people and yeah. reading things at people. And I was walking away and he's like reading something at me. I'm like, what is happening? But meanwhile, <laughs> I had, um, I was handing out in not a uh, Walmart. I went to, uh, I went to Target class here and I, I handed out, um, I only handed out 10. I just wanted to see how it went. I made baggies 
with the mustard. I don't oh, know if really? you saw it. Yeah, I saw the Snapchat. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that's where you went. I just you're trying to, to rival the Mormons yeah, I was at Walmart. Rivaling, only I went to Target <laughs> and I, I handed out ten and uh, ten baggies with um, a QR code, a little note from me in it, um, wow. and some stuff. And I think uh, it worked. I saw that we got nine new subscribers, so yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. so I handed out ten. So well, that's a pretty good batting average. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I mean. Bad. It That's was a three hundred sixty million dollar contract. Some people talked to me a little bit, and uh, I just yeah, told them so what it was about, and it was cool. If wow. you're listening, and that was if you're one of the people that Andrew encountered, leave us a comment and a like, and let us know that. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. experience, right? Like how that was kind of perceived, and um, yeah, I didn't want to be pushy. I didn't want to. <laughs> I just wanted to like. I kind of wanted to like kind of get brave and go out there and just like try to like. Do something. Sure. Yeah, and, that's uh, cool, man. Yeah. Boldness, courage. Yeah, I right. I almost, let me tell you, I almost, I had to say a little prayer to like do it, like to push me. I was like, push me forward. Help to, because I always ask him to help the mustard seed grow, help it uh, reach people, bring people to him. So I I almost went back in my car like a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> but I finally had the courage. And, that's uh, good. Yeah. Nice. Man. Yeah. I may have discriminated and only hung, handed it to people who I thought would understand what a QR code was. But <laughs> <laughs> that's good, though. That's fair. <laughs> I wasn't going to give it to like <laughs> someone. Yeah, old. the 85 year old. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, man, that's great. That's really cool. And How about that? That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's cool. a, again, it's just about. Like those are real life experiences and yeah. how and even when um your round table starts again, I, I want to go to a couple. You always keep telling me to go. Yeah, so I'd I, love for you I to think it'd be interesting just to uh, get out and just yeah throw yourself into it, and then it would bring more for us to talk about here. And um, one thing, what submit being submissive, submissive mm-hmm. to God is like such a major thing, especially in the holiday season. Um, don't overdo it with spending gifts and all that. Just do it with family time and that's more important that's more enriching to the soul and just like make sure you are in it when you go to mass and you're paying attention just like how ryan and uh ronnie i can't say veronica it's weird to me um (laughs) ronnie and ryan um you know did that i think that's so beautiful like how you're able to go to two different you know what we should uh all go to three different masses <laughs> on christmas and just i'll go to one you well, go we to, all yeah. will be right well sure, no, i think we might end up at the same one probably yeah. will, yeah. <laughs> all right. that's a great well, idea we we'll gotta a, go to a different one we'll and do then a little I'll, book report <laughs> and then when we're back on we'll <laughs> do a different one. yeah 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 how about that that'd be cool <laughs> um so so ryan just kind of going back to the nuns a little bit just kind of a thought that i had was i feel like the majority of people who kind of fall like they're typically like falling away, especially falling away Catholics. That's typically like the yeah, nuns, like the, right? Mm-hmm. Like I forget what the percentage is, but I think it's like one in ten Americans are falling away Catholics. I something think. I or think it might even be more, more than, than that. one in four, or something like that. It's like yeah. it's, a, it's like a bit like twenty five percent or something. But um, but yeah, so I think I think why just to kind of reflect on that a little bit is there's definitely the, the sense of the, the tangibility, how we kind of want something concrete and, and all that. But I think also like the nature of apathy, and this is something that we kind of talked a bunch about and, you know, and how people kind of just live their lives and they become comfortable in their position and maybe they don't have too many difficulties in their life. And maybe, you know, things are, things are just okay. 
And I, I think as a result of that, when things are just kind of okay, you tend not to need mm, God mm, or to think point. that you don't need God, you know, and, and, and the kind of the culture that we live in, it's like things are provided for you yeah. in a sense, you know, and like almost everywhere you go, you can be given something. Um, and, and yeah, so I, I would say apathy, but then also I feel like a majority of people have been hurt in some kind of capacity through the church or through friends or family who have done that kind of thing where it's like, I'm Catholic and you're wrong because of this and you should feel bad about this and, and whatever, which then causes them to resent and kind of drop away. And even, even with, uh, saying with the hurt, even with everything that happened with all the scandals in the church, like that also drove a lot of people away. But one thing like, um, I realized, cause like I was one of the, it didn't drive me away, but I was one of those people where I was like hurt by it and like Mm -hmm. seeing all the things that happen and covering up and it just like really frustrated me. And, um, one thing I, I think I've mentioned this before, my grandmother, who was a Lutheran, she like, I talked to her about it and she told me like, just because a, a man did this doesn't mean you push away your faith. Your faith is beautiful and that's what you have. And this is why you go to mass and this is why you pray to God. It's not, don't punish God for something a man did. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, it's run by men and, mm-hmm. you know, run by people. And it, it's... And people are going yeah, to make gonna mistakes. Fall. And that's the thing is like, if when people leave, like, where are you going to go? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, where are you going to go? You can choose another domination, you can choose another faith, but you're going to encounter these problems and issues everywhere. You can encounter it anywhere. And that's exactly. just the nature of humanity and our yeah. fallen nature, you know? If you're looking for perfection, you're not going to find it. As soon as you join a church, like, because you are in it, it's going to be broken and imperfect. And you should go to these... Um, ones like Joel Osteen or uh, like those type of ones, the big ones where everyone's praying, but then there's always something going on in the behind the scenes where they're embezzling money or something like <laughs> oh that. So there's a bunch of things like that. Yeah, so it's like everywhere. Like oh, we said, brokenness. Yeah, the nature of the world. Yeah. Humans will do error, just like how we talked about last episode where Adam was the first one to make the grave mistake and mm. with sin. We are born with sin. We are here to make errors and just keep your faith and keep on yeah, know, it's, praying. And it, it's God's hand even. that he reaches out to us yeah. to heal that brokenness, right? And that's that's why we go. That's why we have our faith, uh, to heal that brokenness. It is interesting. The apathy part is really, yeah, I definitely can see that, especially in today's world, because of the, what we have available to us. Um, I feel like that's a con, that's like, that kind of opened my eyes a little bit to like, the sometimes the challenges that I feel like I have with my faith because I'm always like why can't I Kate like take that next step or go a little further and it's like and I think that's where Exodus again comes into play just like when you free yourself from the different things that might be holding you down you do start to open your eyes a little bit and realize like okay wow like there are some things that I might rely on that are probably taking the place of faith and times when I can be doing faith Uh, and then it's funny too like when you think about media and, and entertainment how many um, movies or shows have you seen where it was like the Catholic parents were the ones that were like suppressing their children mm. and they're like, they're the bad parents, you know? So it's just like, it's out there in front of you in so many different ways. So yeah, these numbers are alarming, but it doesn't surprise me too at the end of no, the day. No, it doesn't. No. It doesn't. Yeah, it's unique. But cool. And that's why we talk every week to hopefully kind of exactly. relate to someone or something. So 
Good yeah. stuff. Because you got to bring up that conversation. You got to shed positive light on things and realize that this stuff is important. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. That's it, man. Um, let's, you want to do our draft? Yeah, let's do We're it. We're gonna do Pixar. Ryan will start. Uh, Pixar I'll have movies. To probably look at your list just to just to refresh the memory. Oh wait, I'm last, so I get two. You got two. Oh nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, number one for me, and I, I think this is a. Well, this is the first one. Now I'm looking at the list. This is the first Pixar release movie ever. But Toy Story is my mm. first pick. Yeah. All time classic. There you go. Good pick. All right. Let me see. Um, <laughs> is The Incredibles Pixar? It is. The Incredibles. Ah, that's I, a great I one. love The Incredibles. Yeah. Yes. That was on my list, too. <laughs> Pixar, I think, are the best um, Disney movies, right? By far. Very good, yeah. I think the best, obviously, the best animated. Like, Definitely, the 3D right? animation, yeah. Yeah, Pixar's are great. Yeah, I have to look up these movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's. I'm, I'm going to take... Uh, so is Toy Story all of them off the board or just no, that? No, no. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Toy Story 3. 3? I love two. 3. And then I'm going to take... Wait, hold on. Refresh my mind. 3 is the one... Is with the bear. Yes, with the bear, yeah, right? right? Okay. And, and Ken and Barbie. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Oh, I got I got, I got one. So you have two, right? Yeah. Andrew has two, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take... Don't hog the list. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it right back. <laughs> I am going to I take have in my mind what I want. So is Encanto one? No, right? No, I don't think Encanto is Pixar. No, no. All right. I'm Encanto. gonna take Bruno. Oh my gosh, right? when that came out, I was working as a, a guitar teacher. When Encanto came out? Yeah, and this um when I, I would so I would drive to the studio and I, w- I would go there and in this one room and the one r- directly right next to me was uh, was a music teacher and every young girl wanted to sing that song. <laughs> so I would sit there for like four or five hours in the evening and I would just hear that song over and over again by like g- girl young girls who were singing it and they tr- they were trying so hard but majority of them it was like stop so this is awful I can't take it anymore so I hate that song. <laughs> Josh started twitching. Um, I'm gonna take. Uh, Don't do it. Coco. Ah, good. Yeah, Coco's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. So, there, are so many great ones. Go so ahead, Josh. Mina. Yep. I'm gonna take Soul. Have you guys seen Soul? I uh, have. You I, liked it. W- w- oh my goodness. Yeah? yeah. I think just the message of like, uh, this guy felt like he wasn't doing anything with his life, and then he got this, you know, uh, ability to see his life and like. I don't know, just the feeling of like second chances and trying to get out there and accomplish your dreams. And yeah, I'm big on that. Nice. So I, was, I like that. Yeah, I think Claire and I watched it twice together and both times we were just like blubbering messes at the end. Like we need to like change our <laughs> lives. We need to live better. We got to <laughs> accomplish our dreams. Like, <laughs> Hey, that's it. Those are the best type of movies when you can feel like some sort of connection to it. Right. That's what it hits. Yeah. Um, all right. So I get two, right? Um. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, put that thing back where it came from or so help me. Uh, Monsters, Inc. Boom, 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 boom. I love Monsters, Inc. And then to round it out, um, I'm going to go with Up. Oh, I think Up is great. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So good. It's going to be my pick. There are so many uh, good ones on this list, man. It's hard to pick. Mm. We're going to have a lot of uh, shout outs. Do you have your third one already or you need this? It's uh, Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm next, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to say Toy Story 2. 
Nice. So we hit all the Toy Stories. I love well, that no. movie. Um, it's funny. I every time that I the the very first time that I watched Toy Story two, I watched it at home growing up. We like rented it or something. And I remember I got like one of those pretzel like soft pretzel like microwavable soft pretzels yeah. that you get from the. And so every time I watch the movie, I'm like, I want a soft pretzel. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like connected that experience with that movie. So like every time I'm like, I need, I need a soft pretzel right now. Does it work in the opposite direction? If we made a soft pretzel, you're going to have to put on... Not normally, no. Yeah, wherever I am, I have to watch. Like Miller's or something. I have to put it on. Yeah, George, you got I'm taking Cars 3. Oh, Cars 3? Yeah, I love Cars 3. I've never seen Cars 3. Probably because Logan watches it a lot. But right now, he's really into Toy Story. But Cars 3, there's this scene where like all the... Lightning McQueen's going and all all the cars are being replaced by faster, younger cars. So he goes, he's like, uh, what happened to, uh, he's talking to the guy and he says, what happened to him? And he goes, name's Danny, brah. So Logan always says that. He just goes, his name's Danny, brah. <laughs> With his backwards hat on. Yeah. He's got the cool vibes going. <laughs> and from Toy Story 3, he always goes, Thank you, big baby. <laughs> he thinks that he thinks that scene is hilarious because Lotso's like the bitty baby does something for me and goes, Thank you, big baby. Logan <laughs> dies and says that all the time. <laughs> I love that. There's nothing better than like picking up one liners yeah. from yeah, like yeah. these movies. It's That's like so kitty it's like so funny too what kids will pick up on. Yes. Like like you think that line's funny? Like exactly. and then they'll say it over and over again and it's like, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's great. Honorable mention. I was going to say Cars 1 is an honorable mention. I mean, that's... Finding a, Dory, too. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, yeah. Yeah, Finding Nemo. I don't think I've ever seen Finding Dory. Finding Dory is good. Yeah. Finding Dory was good. Yeah, I did enjoy that one. Um, and Onward. A Bug's Life. Mm. Uh, Inside Out. Inside oh, yeah, Out. Yeah, Inside Out really was very good. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to, like, pick from the list without... I've never seen Turning Red. No, mm. it's not a... No? This not is a for this show. One. Not for this show. Not for this show. It's a little old and woke. And the, Lightyear came out too. This, no, that same, again. Same, yeah. yeah. I seen it and it just wasn't good. No. Like the, yeah, it just wasn't good. I didn't like how they changed Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, like it should have been looked. Tim Allen. Buzz Lightyear. Well, yeah, I yeah. can understand if like, okay, I like how you can change him, whatever. I can understand that, but why not just bring back Tim Allen's voice? They didn't bring him back because of the wokeness and because he's a Republican. Because he's conservative. Yeah. So it's just like, because the whole premise is like the Toy Story, that's the toy. So like you don't really look like, so I can, I can get behind that a little bit, but like. Gotcha. That's why it's called Lightyear. Yeah. Not like. It still makes, it's still. Like, we already had a Buzz origin story. I don't remember. We used to watch it in Grandma's basement all the yes. time with Scooter, yes. like the big red janitor yeah. and the, the robot. Those were awesome yeah. shows. Oh man, it was Buzz, was Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear, or something. yeah, yeah. But it was a cartoon version, yeah, it was and, cartoon. and he was always fighting Ooh, Zerg. Yeah. And, and he had and, the, the girl was his partner, yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure Booster was, was the, the big guy's name, yeah. But that was the best, that was great, yeah. I can think about, like, I feel like we watch so many good movies in your basement. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Max Keeble's big move. Oh, remember um, the McDonald's movies? Yes, I yeah. was going to say that next. Those are great, too. Yeah, I there wish was, like, I could half find cartoon, those. Half. I wish I could watch that on DVD or something, because I, I, like, I love 
that. that yeah, those were really good. <laughs> Memories, man. Um, nice yeah, thanks you. for watching. Please like, comment, subscribe. Uh, yeah, check us out on all social medias. Keep buying Josh and Claire's uh, mm. CD. Yeah, how's um, that been going? Now that was good. We actually we just broke even, which is wow, fantastic. That's so awesome. People have been very supportive and. Yeah, it's so it's it's really nice. So yeah, you, you can check it out at clareandjoshmusic.com. You can listen to it on all the streaming platforms. It's called For His Glory. And uh and yeah, yeah. Link below. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, check them out. And now that they're even, help them go above. Yeah, yeah man. That would be nice. Full swing. We're in the Christmas season. Yeah. That's right. Ho, ho, ho. Um yeah, we'll uh talk to you next episode. We're going to do uh a Christmas episode talk about the uh birth of Jesus and all that good stuff. Yep. Cool. Thanks for watching. Appreciate you. Peace. Peace.